Speaking of Tangents end of year spectacular five days of holidays podcasts. An end of the year spectacular five days of holidays podcast for your ears. This is day three. I think I've lost track. Regardless of what number it is, today we'll be answering some pressing questions from some of our listeners. That's you. Well, some of you anyway. And by answer some questions, I really mean we'll spiral out of control almost immediately after reading each question and go off on some of the most insane tangents yet. We'll sort of come back around to give answers to the questions. But if you ever wondered where this podcast got its name, then this is the episode for you. And we'll absolutely give the answer to that. So I guess in a roundabout way, we are giving answers. Buckle up, because this one gets extra nuts. And though we're not yet legally obligated to say it, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Enjoy. So I thought maybe we could take some questions from people. And I believe a few people have tweeted out some questions. Just we put no kind of stipulations or kind of requirements or boundaries on this at all. Um, So basically, if you want to ask us a question about anything, um, we will uh, give our opinion. Basically, I would say we would answer the question. We'll attempt to answer the question. But mostly this is going to be us off the top of our head giving our opinions about these things. Yes. But you can feel free to ask us a factual question, you know, like, you know, who invented, you know, paper clips <laughs> and we'll give it a shot. Yeah, we won't be looking it up. No, no. No. <laughs> Believe me, do not take any of this as the correct information. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. So what's what do we have first for our first installment of and maybe the last installment of Ask SOT? Uh, well, the first question came from Sully from Boston at Rice Twist. Okay. These, these all came from Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. So the first question is, can I leave my handwritten questions at the Palm in Boston? <laughs> <laughs> um, there, I'm going to give a two-part answer to this one-part question. Okay. Um, yes, if you want to. No, if you ever want us to see them. Yeah, and good, good, good point with the second. I would say my answer is sure. Yes, so you can absolutely leave them there. My guess is probably the employees at the Palm in Boston are probably going to throw them in the trash at the end of the day. Yes, and I wasn't even aware that Boston had a Palm. Yeah, there's Palms everywhere. I would love it if people would send us random questions to the Palm that is closest to them. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Addressed to speaking of tangents and watch the employees go. What in the this is like, are we about to be in like, is this a takeover? Is it like a hostile corporate takeover? What is going on? Is this some sort of Banksy prank? Sorry, I'm drinking. I was drinking. Oh, I thought that was a dramatic pause. Yeah. Banksy the movie. You know who Banksy is, right? Warren Beatty. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. This this is more interesting than any question we got. Let's investigate this. I wouldn't say more interesting, no. Oh, it is certainly interesting to me. Um, what is what is Banksy? Is isn't there a movie about Banksy? <laughs> okay, I know what you mean now, but it's not Banksy. Yes, Bugsy. there is a movie Bugsy. about <laughs> Yes, Bugsy, the gangster. Yes. 
That's not was that Banksy. Warren Beatty? Yeah. No. Well, who's Banksy? <laughs> Banksy is a street artist. Oh, from New York. Yes. Uh, no, I think he's from London. But he's Maybe. he's the one that's tagged all over the world. Yeah, he's been all over, uh, and he's often it's it's very like um, clandestine. It's very yes. who yes. is he exactly? It's it's almost like a um, what's that movie with that uh, Jim Carrey? Uh, it, the Mask. Um, Andy Kaufman. <laughs> the mask. <laughs> well, clandestine. I thought you were going with that. <laughs> Andy Kaufman. No. Yeah, never saw that movie. The um, Man in the Moon, and yep. the reason I thought about that is because the documentary just came out where on Netflix. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going. I need to watch it because yeah, I've heard a lot of people Netflix. say it's really interesting and like frustrating to see. Which I like frustrating. Like I like watching things where people are like uncomfortable in situations, <laughs> like because of like social situations. Uh-huh. Because I'm always uncomfortable in social situations, so therefore I'm never uncomfortable because I'm always the same. <laughs> but. Yes, now I do know who Bank. I actually have heard of Banksy. Yes, there is a movie, um, Exit Through the Gift Shop, which is an incredible documentary. It doesn't really completely answer the questions that you want answered, which I think is awesome, is even better, because if they came out and said, hey, this is exactly who Banksy is and and stuff like that. But um, Banksy, to me, is sort of like a Andy Kaufman, Tony Clifton situation, where you're never really sure... First off, you were never really sure how when Andy Coffin was serious and when he wasn't. That was kind of the general. That was basically his act. His comedic act was, is he being serious right now? Or when not. he would like yeah. feud with Jerry Lawler, what was real and what was put on and how often were the other people? Because Jerry Lawler never seemed to be like in on the joke. But I think it's been revealed now. And I think most people assume or, or believe that he was in on like half of the, what was going on. It was all, you know, uh, like as wrestling people like to say, it was all a work. Or Is that a shoot. The, I can't even remember. That's the word? Well, there's there's things in, in like wrestling, because wrestling comes from like carnival days, like carnies. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like the, the, the culture of wrestling came from that. So it's like a work and a shoot. Are you, and one of them is your one of them is it's real and you're like the person who is coming out and saying something crazy is really doing it and the people around him don't know what's going on. And the other is everybody's in on the joke and they're trying to fool the people that are watching. Okay. One of them's a work yep. and one of them's a shoot. I can't, I always confuse those two. Anyway, um, I could look that up. That would take me about 30 seconds, but I'm not going to do that. No, not, not, we're not looking things up in this particular segment. It's sort of like on a podcast um, where you're never really sure what is an actual joke and what is unintentionally funny because and what is we are being serious and trying to put people on and what is how much are we often in on the joke and are we involving other people in the joke and what is, you know, we're trying to pull something over on people. Is that? Yes, but I can't remember what we were talking about to get to this point. Weren't we talking about the Palm in Boston? (laughs) Yes, in Banksy. Okay. So I would highly recommend seeing Exit Through the Gift Shop. Oh, it's a okay. documentary. It's often on Netflix. I think it's probably still on there now. If not, it's it's worth paying a few dollars to see it. Um, it's really good. It'll it'll explain about a lot behind the culture and the the um what's the word the uh, the mythology behind Banksy and who he is and is he multiple people? Is it that kind of situation? And also, I'm, I haven't seen it yet, but I would say probably also watch Jim and Andy 
Yeah, there, the Man in the Moon documentary. I've heard nothing but good things about that. Yeah, and it's like you see into the craziness that Jim Carrey is really kind of nuts, or is he really faking it? Well, it's sort of, kind like, of sort of like you know, is it a work or a shoot? Yeah, well, everything points to the fact that he wasn't faking it, and it kind of ruined his career. <laughs> Have you seen the interview, like from like last month or a couple months ago, where he's talking about like, and the universe is aligned, and you know. He's like going off into like this cosmology stuff. No, Have I haven't. Uh uh-uh. It's like on the red carpet somewhere in the like Access Hollywood or whatever, you know, CT, <laughs> the Entertainment Tonight reporter, whatever, who it is. It's some like, you know, E show or something. Yeah. He's like interviewing on the red carpet and he's like going full, you know, like Jim Morrison on <laughs> mushrooms in the desert, you know, at Joshua Tree kind of situation. He's like out there. That's just the type like of thing. Way that, out there. Just the type of thing an e reporter would love to have to yeah, and respond she, to. She doesn't know how to handle it. And it I'm is sure. like it's super uncomfortable, which makes me laugh. Obviously, we talked about that, but um it's very it's very creepy and like you're like, is he really is this for real or is this yeah. not for real? And I tend to think with him, it's fifty fifty. It's it's a mix of this is real, this is what he really thinks, and he's really this nuts, and he's playing it up. You know, sort of like being on a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> he's. I don't know how I feel about Jim Carrey. I don't think I. I don't think I like him very much. Oh, I, I couldn't. I. I think it would be miserable to be his friend or be in a conversation with. Yeah, him. or be married to him. Because you can never tell. It, it's. It's. I mean, we've talked before about why my advice: never marry an actress because you never tell when they're being real. Yeah. If right. you're a good actress, because, I mean, why would you want to marry a bad actress? If you're going to marry a good actress, then you're in trouble because you can never tell when they're being genuine. Yes, yes. And it's the, it's the reason why I appreciate Andy Kaufman. I wouldn't say that I like his stuff. Well, I, I think really I appreciate it. I'm really into, like, the, the, like the machinations behind, the machinations behind, you know, everything that all, how it's all put together and, and the, the links that he, he went to and the other guy who would often play Tony Clifton. So not only did he have a fictional character that he portrayed and made, I mean, it's like if Garth Brooks didn't ever come out and say, yeah, Chris Gaines is obviously me. Mm-hmm. If Garth Brooks in public tried to pretend that Chris Gaines was a different person, that's the level of this. And when, People were like, oh, this is, you know, this is obviously you. He would have another guy. I can't remember the other guy's name. Um, I should know this Are, are you talking about too. Garth Brooks and Chris Gaines? Or are you talking about Andy Kaufman? Andy Kaufman. Okay. When he would, when he would do Tony Clifton, which is his, you know, um, tux, you know, frilly tux, comedian, you know, brash, you know, had, you know, big like mutton chops and big glasses and was kind of overweight. It was him in a, in a suit and makeup and stuff, um, in a wig. Uh-huh. Um, when he would do that, people were like, uh, when people started to figure out, oh, wait a minute, this is him. When the more of the general population started figuring that, he had his manager, which I can't think of his name, dress up as Tony Clifton so they could kind of be seen together in a way that you know, I don't know if they ever put them together because it's almost like the joke was we're going to push this as far as we can to where I really don't know, but we're never going to give enough information on either side to know is this real or is this not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciate I, that kind am, of stuff. 100% into, but man, that has got to be exhausting to be around on a regular basis. I'm sure it is. Yeah. So I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So what was this question? <laughs> Exit through the gift shop, though. Good, good documentary. Highly recommended. 
I don't, I think I've heard of it. Um, I've read about Banksy, but I don't think I've saw, I've seen the documentary. I probably would have remembered it if I'd seen yeah. it. Banksy but, does, it's, I mean, it's, it's cool the way they shoot it. And Banksy is very like, he does very cool. Like I like the look of most of the stuff he does and he's very, you know, uh, cultural and society and political, mm-hmm. uh, oriented his commentary and stuff like that. I, Commercialism and all that kind of stuff. I Green. think I have seen this. I have seen this exit through the gift shop. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I've seen it. And I, that's how I learned about who Banksy was. Yeah, it's probably it like was 10 really years good. old or more. Mm-hmm. It was good. Cool. Okay, do you so, want to do the so, next one? So, what, so the answer to that question is yes. Yes. Technically, you can leave handwritten questions at the Palm in Boston. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll do the next one. Uh, the next one is from, is it the Claire one? Yeah, Cool Aunt Claire. The next one is at Cool Aunt Claire or Aunt Claire, however you want to say it. Uh-huh. Have we ever asked her which she prefers? I don't know. We should probably ask her. Yeah, we probably should. Um, here's an ask SOT for you. This is why you read the questions, by the way, and I do not. I'm terrible at this. No, you're not. I've heard a spot lately for D.C. area airports that recommends you, quote, arrive to the airport two hours early, unquote. I have always said, arrive at the airport. Is it a regional variation to say arrive to a place versus arrive at a place? And I actually think I read that as arrive at the airport, didn't I? Or did I say arrive No, you said it right. Okay. Um, I would never say to arrive to, I, I don't think that is, I, I would, to me, that doesn't sound grammatically correct. It doesn't. I always say arrive at, but, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's a regional variation or, if, or what, but I don't know though, because arrive is a verb. So yeah. what if we put another verb in there? Like hurry, hurry. Do you say hurry at the airport or hurry to the airport? Or go. I would I would never say arrive to. I would say go to. Go to, but I mean that's what I mean. Like go and arrive. And I would never or say verbs. go at. Go at, or unless you're saying go at them. You know, get them. Yeah, you're not going to say go at the airport, but you might say go to the airport. You would say go to the airport. Okay, I've looked this up. You've looked what up? Two is a preposition of movement. One travels to a restaurant, but arrives at a restaurant. You can't arrive to something. So I agree. That, it should be that, arrive at. No, I'm, I'm reading off like grammar websites. So this uh-huh. is. Yeah. That is incorrect grammar is what that is. That's somebody who is. That's mis, incorrect grammar. Misgrammared a sign. And they, she asks, is it a regional variation to a say arrive to versus arrive at? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I've never I, heard I anybody think, say arrive at. I, mean, I think it's a difference to... between right and wrong. Yes. yes. <laughs> Which, I mean, honestly, we use, we misuse or incorrectly use grammar. Most every person that I've ever known does some sort of thing like that on a regular basis, you know. So it's not that Absolutely. big of a deal. But I, I think I would, I'm going to go with the first grammar website I Googled, which says you can't say arrive to. So. I thought we weren't looking up. <laughs> we broke our own rule all the time. We do it all the time. <laughs> There's um, no rules here, man. Yeah, it's it's arrive at the airport. Yes. Yeah. And just like you wouldn't say go at, you say go yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Go to. Yeah. Okay, the next question is from Kevin Stanfield at oh, wow. Stanfield okay. Kevin. Yes, a a t- a former TK show uh, 
rotating rotating guest. Yeah, mo- movie. He always did the movie reviews. Yes, awesome. Which I loved. Um, he wants to know: Can God make a rock so big he can't lift it? Yes. Gee, what does what does he care? God, <laughs> God, God don't need to pick up his own rock. You want to know my real answer to this? What? Yes, he can. God can choose anything he wants, and if he is choosing to do something, then yes, he can do it. And he has made the choice to say, yes, he can make a rock so big that it cannot be lifted. It's not that he can't lift anything that's made, but he is choosing not to. So it's not that he can't, it's that he's choosing not to lift it. So it's basically... He's choosing to make something so big, yeah. You've basically, you know, said the same thing I have in a different way. He doesn't need to pick the rock up. He can make it as yeah. big as he wants. Yeah. However... It's basically, it's basically comes down to, it's the same choice of, he has chosen not to utterly destroy humanity, even though we have ruined so much <laughs> but, <laughs> over the millennia. And as the woman of the show, mm-hmm. am, I, am I obliged to say... You know, God is not. A, who says God's a he? Am I obliged to say that as the woman? No, you're never obliged to say that, but you're welcome to. <laughs> um, I, this I don't is like saying to. mankind. I'm not going to say womankind. Yeah. I, Humankind. I, hey, just look. Just here's the here's my thing with that. I'm fine if you want to say whatever. If but pronouns. Just understand <laughs> that it was a, and still is, and this is changing for the better. It is a patri- patriarchy. Mm-hmm. For better, for usually worse, uh, has been for hundreds of years. It is where we come from. It is not who we are today or where we need to end up, but it is who we were before our time. It was, you know, me, man, you, woman, woman, shut up, listen to man. And that is obviously not the correct way. So there's other things to argue about. Yes. There's other things to put energy into to fix. Like, you know what? Women should make the same amount of money for the same work. Period. Women should not have to suffer through harassment from creepy, leering, oversexed men. That's that's. How about focusing on that Period. and not, not, well, we need to say womankind or personkind yeah. or male carry instead of mailman. Just get yeah. over the, get over yeah. the little stuff and focus on the big stuff. Yeah, and see, that's I. I don't have to be the token feminist because all I have to do is ask the question and you get, you go on your rant and there that's all answered. <laughs> well, well, I, everybody should be a feminist, but also everybody should be a I, uh, personist. Yeah. That's why it doesn't bother me that God is mm-hmm. called he. Yeah. Feminism is not women should be lifted up above men. Feminism should be we should all be equal. Absolutely. Which should be, everybody should be a feminist because everybody, it doesn't matter what your gender or your race or your whatever. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I agree. Get out of here. Get out of here with that. Yeah. It's, it's too much energy is put into that, to be honest. And I understand it's a, hey, we've been down for so long. You got to recognize that, you know, the discrepancies. And I, I am for that 100%. But when you, talk, when you get to talk about just pronouns and stuff, I mean. I know. You I, realize I, I asked that question just to rile you. I think I it worked. <laughs> no, it doesn't bother me. It's just, I mean, th- and this is just my opinion. Yeah. I mean, and some people will say, well, the pronouns, pronouns, the use of pronouns just show that, you know, it's ingrained in our society. Yes, it's ingrained in our society. Mm-hmm. Work on changing the big stuff and then the little stuff will follow along with that. When you focus on the, the petty stuff, the little stuff, instead of the big stuff, the big stuff continues and it forces people who are against that more on the side of the big, it forces them the wrong way on the big stuff. 
I think everybody can agree that we should treat people with everybody with respect. Focus well, on that part. That of it. seems like a very um, easy thing to agree on, but I don't think everybody does. It's obvious. Well, I, I think part of that, I, you're right. I think part of the reason why it's pushed in that direction and we are so divided um, in the past few years is that, first off, we have people in charge now that are promoting that division and mm-hmm. making it okay to question what is reality and what is truth and not in a good way. Um, but it's when it's people who are so worn down by, can we please just let all this little stuff go? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. When it's so yeah. much never-ending avalanche of, well, what about this? And what about this? And what about this? And what about-? And then it becomes nagging. Yeah. How about focus on the stuff that's important to change? We, we've gone through this. I, it's Not festive sweater versus ugly sweater. Yeah. And, and don't worry about, is it, you know, are, are they height challenged or are they short? Yeah. How about treat people the same no matter what their height is and not worry about what you call them? Yeah, I agree. I mean, part of me is joking about this, but part of me is like, when you get way down in the minutia of stuff, you miss the big, it's, it's missing, it's missing the forest for the trees and is, and that's, I think that's where we are in a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there are some important things to focus on, but you're right. Absolutely. We're going too deep, too yes. minutia. We're getting too deep into Absolutely. the minutia. Yes. Yeah. And what that does is it drives people who may be like in the middle somewhere. Uh, Cause you're always going to have people who are on extreme on either end mm-hmm. and who are never going to agree on stuff. But if you really want, if you really want to, you know, help create the change, you need to get the people who are, who are kind of sort of halfway in the middle or maybe leaning more towards the middle. You don't want to overburden them and, and crush their spirit with the minutia of stuff. Focus on pick two or three big things and let's focus on that. And once those are handled, let's move on to the next two or three big things. Because you know what? Eventually, all will be left is a minutia and then it won't matter. Right. And then we can change those as we go. And those are easy to change. But I saw something the other day that is an account that was retweeted that was basically like um, all the problems in the world are caused by men. Let's how can we keep why do we keep forgetting that? And I'm like, no, no, that is not true. All the problems in the world are usually caused by human beings. Yeah. The fact that a lot of them were mistakes made by men does not mean all of them were caused by... It's It's, it's missing. the whole lit lumping people in, in yes. all into one category. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was this question again? That was the, can God make a rock so big he can't lift it? Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. I, I think the, it's unequivocally yes. I agree. And if that's, I mean, I mean, I've, I've said before, I believe in God and how you want to believe in God and how you want to view God and stuff. But I really think it's God can make choices and God sticks with his choices usually. Yeah. And he doesn't want to pick up a rock that big. No. Yeah. He can choose to make a rock that big or he could, he could choose to destroy humanity because we are terrible and awful and deserve and, it. Yeah, it is. Or he could choose to, you know, you know, help us. And yes. it's. So, yes, he could choose to make a rock so big he couldn't lift it. I, I say yes. Yeah, thank you for the question, Kevin. Awesome question. Yeah, it really, uh, but I don't know. Was that another 10-minute answer? Probably. Speaking of tangents, here's the next question. Steve Lipton. Oh, I think it's your turn to read. Should you read this question? Well, it's your choice. Go ahead. You read it. Okay, you're choosing for me to read this question. Yes, I am. Okay. 
Ask SOT. Should I say the hashtag or is that pound sign or number sign? You can say whatever you want. Tic-tac-toe, Mark. Ask SOT. Is it just me or is Kylo Ren really just a young Cerberus Snape? Okay. Are these real people? (laughs) Well, and he included a picture of what it looks to me like Adam Driver. Is it from the movie Star Wars, maybe? I don't know who Kylo Ren is. Kylo Ren is the new bad guy in the new new series of star wars movies new trilogy but when i, I haven't seen the, new, the latest one no i'm not going to see it but when i look at the picture that he included it's adam driver with long hair and yes mm-hmm. i agree steve he looks like a young severus snape which Severus snape played by in that harry potter alan alan rickman alan rickman yeah yes yeah he was Hans good Gruber from die hard yes exactly it all comes back to die hard at some point <laughs> Six degrees of separation. <laughs> Six degrees of dying they, hard. Yeah. No, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> uh, I, um, I, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. I like that question. And I will also say, have you seen the, um, what this reminded me of is, have you seen the face swap that they did with putting Keanu Reeves face in for Adam Driver in that shot, in that picture? No, I haven't. <laughs> it looks like Keanu Reeves from like Matrix era. It looks. Oh, I didn't It's see very that. close. Adam Driver is kind of like a, he's like the Don Swayze to Keanu Reeves. Who's Don Swayze? Patrick Swayze's um, different looking brother. It's like, you can see, he's like, um, it's almost like a caricature of Patrick Swayze's Don Swayze. And oh, Adam okay. Driver is almost like a semi-like off version. It's like they cloned Keanu Reeves and, you know, Something didn't go 100% right, so he just looks a little different. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like Don do. Swayze is that to Patrick Swayze. Or like um, Kevin Dillon to Matt Dillon. Same kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, okay. That kind of thing. Yeah, but he does look a lot like Severus Snape. A young Severus but, Snape, yes. Yes, I, I say that's correct. But I'd also like to answer the question, um, the first part of this question, because this is a two-part question. Um, yes, Is it, it is. just me? Yes, it is just you, Steve. <laughs> I choose yes. for you to read the next question. Okay. Dave Clary at Dave Clary Jr. How are you with using ice as an adverb? I mean, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not okay See, with using ice this, as an adverb. This is why you, you should read it. How are you with, inclu- with using quote unquote ice as a verb? Like in a sign, bridge may ice in cold weather. I'm okay with that because this, it keeps people alive. Well, that's interesting to me because I don't. I think there must be, you know, Claire asked earlier about regional variation. I think mm-hmm. there must be a regional variation in these road signs. Uh, yeah, because I've seen them at, say, um, bridge freezes before road. Yeah, or even just watch for ice on bridge. Hmm. Or bridge may be icy, I've seen a lot. But I, I yeah. don't know that I've seen, what is it, bridge may ice in cold weather. I've seen those before, yeah. You have. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm fine with it. I mean, I... I've, I've never verbalized the word ice. Ver- I'm going to ice him. I've, I've never said verbicized. That many times as I'm killing people. What? I've never verbicized the word ice. Verbicized. That's <laughs> good. Um, but I mean, I've used it for other words. So, I mean, I guess I don't want to deprive ice of being able to be used as a verb. I've used it like, you know, that's, not, that's some nice ice you got there, like referring to people's like diamonds. <laughs> well, um, that's not a verb. I've used it as a, that way though. That's a, that's another noun, correct? Yeah. But ice, I think ice 
let's think about this. Let's think about the phases of water because ice is a phase of water. Yep. Um, so you have ice, you have liquid. So ice is the solid. You have liquid, which is water, and you have steam, which is the steam, the vapor. Yes. So um, would you use steam as a verb? And I'm going to say, yes, you would. Oh, yes. I'm steamed right now. <laughs> That's more adjective adverb, though. Okay, all right. Um, I would say steam, like I'm going to steam these carrots yes, when you're cooking. You definitely Or would. I'm going to steam my wrinkled shirt instead of ironing it. Yes. Or I'm going to take a steam, or like I said, be noun. Um, I'm trying to think of using it in terms of like like a steam room. Yeah, I mean, steam I think you definitely could. Now, yeah, if the so, word is steam or vapor, yeah. nowadays you vape. Yeah, that's very, very true. Yeah, I'm getting or, my grape ape on in my vape pen. Okay, are you conden- condensation? You condensate? Because, I mean, condensation, steam, and vapor, they're all pretty much the same thing, aren't they? Condensate, I've never heard it used as a verb that I can remember. I haven't either. Okay. But, yeah, vape, yeah. Because vape is, vape is both simultaneously a noun and a verb when used in terms of, you know, people who are partaking of substances as a vapor through a electronic yeah. cigarette yep. pen, eight mm-hmm. ohm rig, vaping big clouds, rolling <laughs> smoke. Not that I know anything about it. I was going to say, you sound like you know quite a bit about it. <laughs> no, I, literally, I've never done it before and never been in one of those places. And that is not my scene. No, no, mine either. But, but <laughs> that is definitely not my scene. I, I think the answer is yes. You could. You Absolutely. Could, I'm okay with that. I think this, the, the phases of water argument is would hold up in a court of law on this. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Do you want to um, ask the, the next and final question? Um, this is the final question. This is the the final question. So why don't you ice this segment by asking the final question? Okay. Jen Babish at J Bab Sports Chick. Mm-hmm. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Uh, well, I think we might be stumped. Uh, that's an excellent question. <laughs> Are you chickening out on this? Really? <laughs> you know, this is the this is the. I guess it's a great final question because I don't know that we're ever going to know the answer. That's true. Um, if I had to guess, which I rarely do, I mean, I'm always speaking from a place of factual, factual. certainty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably say the chicken. Yeah. Um, I guess me, me, uh, me too, but. If I was played devil's advocate, I could see the case for the egg. But what's going to lay that egg? The chicken will have to lay the egg. Yeah, and the chicken could evolve. But from where some does the chicken species. come from? It evolved from some lower form of like chicken dinosaur. <laughs> okay. I mean, I can take that as good as any other answer. Yeah, because you got to have something that has to turn into something that can lay the egg. And I think that makes more sense than something, just the egg developing itself. But I guess the egg could split off from cells and like you could have like a multiple cell organism that kind of evolves into an egg. And then the egg 
hatches and the chicken comes out. But technically, when is it an egg and when does the chicken become a chicken? Because before the egg hatches, the chicken has to develop inside the egg. So I'm going to say that the chicken came first because even though it may form a shell and become an egg, the chicken inside the egg becomes a chicken at some point before I would call it an egg. Sounds good to me. (laughs) (laughs) Jen, we know that answers your question, so we appreciate it. It absolutely does. And yeah, I I could go, you, you've convinced me, but I could also see it the other way. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. (laughs) This is ridiculous. What are we doing? Well, we hope you've enjoyed this first round of questions. And if you haven't, it's your fault because you asked them. And you could have in or if you didn't ask any questions, you could have sent in better questions. Actually, I think these questions are great. So um, if if anything got messed up, it was our it was my dumb answers. (laughs) Well, you don't need what to speak we, of yourself on that. What do we call in this segment? Is this the ask uh, SOT? I don't, I'm not good? sure what we, I'm not sure what we're calling it. We're calling it this week. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. Okay. This is the end of the year spectacular <laughs> yes. part of the, you know, the, the festivities. Yeah. Um, I will say this though, if you, um, as part of the crowdsourcing of this segment, mm-hmm. if you'd like to suggest a name for this segment, Maybe we'll read some of them when we do this segment again. I, I don't, and I mean you, the general you, not not you. I, I mean you, you, uh, you could you could write in and suggest something too. But I'm saying like anybody who's listening, as part of this, you could suggest a name for this segment. Did you not recently say that crowdsourcing is lazy? <laughs> Absolutely, I'm not saying I'm not lazy. Yeah. I've I fully <laughs> cop to that. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Give us a suggestion. I'm I'm good with that. Hey, we got to come up with the answers. I mean, what? How much do you want? How much work do we have to do here? Exactly. All right. All right. We answered philosophical, universal, unanswerable questions. We answered. Yeah, we, well, we did. <laughs> like, does Kylo Ren look like Cerberus Snape? I mean, that is that is that is the question old as time. You know, <laughs> inquiry old as rhyme. Beauty and the Beast. I like the way you say Snape's first name. What did I say? I don't know. Say it again. Severus? Well, that time you said it the way I say it. Severus. It's like you're throwing in an R before the V. Yeah. Severus. But there isn't an R, so it's Severus. So you're Severus. Severus Snape. I'm not a big fan of Harry Potter. I've never read the books, but... If you told me, if you show me that picture, which I know what I know what Rickman looks like in that, you know, makeup and stuff, not makeup, but in that, you know, costume. Mm-hmm. Um, and you told me his name was Cerberus Snape and he was the snake like character. I would be like, get out of here with this, you know, amateur hour crap. Really? That's is the rest of the book like this. That seems terrible. That seems like on the level of Twilight or. Um, what's oh, the other? no. Way better than Twilight. Okay. Now I know I know my ten year old son liked them. When I I have already told you this that when I first not, not Twilight he said no, he's not reading that Harry Potter Harry Potter. When I first started reading Harry Potter, I know I've told you that I used to pronounce Hermione Hermione by reading yes, it. Yes. Yes. Well, I kind of did the same with Severus Snape. 
as mm-hmm. severus. <laughs> yeah, that, that fits. I added that extra E because I felt like he was a severe villain. It just seems like a bad character name generator. Like character name, cliched character names made that name. Yeah. I have a hard, that's, that's one of my problems with Harry Potter. The names? That name particularly. And the names of like the, what's the names of like the, the schools or the, the clans Hogwarts. or the, you know. No, the. Oh, the schools. Like the groups. Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Um, what are the Snapes? Uh, Severus Snape is in charge. Slytherin? <laughs> Isn't it Slytherin? <laughs> are you serious? This is proving my point. I don't know. I thought it was Slytherin. I think you're right. And what's the other one? The goof, goofball. Uh, Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. They're bad guys too, Gryffindor. Right? No, Ravenclaw's decent. The only bad one is Slytherin. What's the goofy one, though? Uh, it's one It's like... I can't remember. Snuffleupagus or something like that. <laughs> Hubba Bubba. What's oh, the name of that um, one? Uh, I can't cheesy remember. Cheesy Poofs. No. <laughs> the Cheesy Poofs. Isn't that it? Uh-uh. No, it's not it. Hufflepuff. <laughs> That's it. Hufflepuff. <laughs> she made billions of dollars off of this. I know. It gives me hope. Just like when we used to do those Amazon reviews. It. And Absolutely. we would read those books about cats up and cats, and <laughs> it gives me hope cats that up. someday I could write a book. Yes. Bad Boy Rockstar, is that what you're going yeah, for? Yeah, Bad Boy Rockstar, yeah. with two That's, R's. This is what led to Twilight, and speaking of Bad Boy Rockstar, Fifty Shades of Grey, yes. and though that, J.K. Rowling opened the door for this nonsense, and yes, the mommy bloggers. I, <laughs> you going to start on mommy bloggers now? It is Christmas. No, no I'm not. Okay. I'm not because we just talked about <laughs> we should <laughs> not focus on the little stuff. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's it's this <sighs> Harry Potter. I think is actually good from what everybody. I've never read it, but my son says it's good, and I've heard other people who I trust. They're you know that have some sort of literary sense. You liked it, right? I was a big Harry Potter fan. Yeah. yeah. Then I am totally, I think it's totally probably fine. The problem is it opened the door, the floodgates to all this other copycat sort of half brand, you know, Don Swayze's of literature (laughs) that just because you wrote a blog on, you know, what my kid did in preschool today, you think you can write a book. You are going back to mommy blogs. I love it. Where do you think these people are coming from? And fan fiction of yeah. when this is fan fiction gone wild. I mean, some fan fiction is good. If, you, if you're into that, do that. Whatever. But, you know, Harry Potter, different from, well, I guess maybe some people could argue that Twilight had a message. But different from Twilight, Harry Potter, I felt, had positive messages in its books. And it was a young adult's book. It wasn't yeah. for adults, you know. It's for right, young right, adults. Totally. And, mm-hmm. and they had a good positive message. I don't know that Twilight did. I can't remember. And I certainly don't know what 50s, I don't know what 50 Shades of Grey's message is, but I didn't read one single word of those books. I've never read any of it either, but from just my cultural osmosis, which I like to, you know. Yeah, I mean. Speak on is like I know what I'm talking about, uh-huh. even though I don't. Yeah. Um, I would say that um, the 50 Shades stuff is about. Um, uh, That's the one about the bondage one, right? I'm, I'm sure bondage is part of it. Yes. Yes. Um, 
It's a trilogy, isn't it? Fifty Shades of Grey, Fifty Shades of Black, Fifty Shades of Pink. I don't know what it is. Fifty Shades of Pink. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> don't either. But I think it's a three. A, I was going to say a threesome. Is, uh, I mean, a trilogy book. <laughs> it's, it's a threesome book? Um, that, that stuff is romance novels that somehow have gotten some sort of it's like if you took like a romance novel with like Fabio on the cover mm-hmm. off the rack at the grocery store and made it into a movie. What? I know. I just don't understand. I don't this understand. This stuff should not even be on the Hallmark Channel. No, I do not understand the phenomenon of that. This is like late night Cinemax movies that has somehow somebody made it into a major motion picture. It's like Hallmark Triple X. <laughs> yeah. Well, is it is it really porn like that? Is it uh, maybe double X? I don't know. I don't. I haven't seen it or read it. I don't know. I'm not sure of the. I'm not familiar enough with that stuff to know that if what qualifies to add or subtract an X. From I don't know. The rating. I don't know either. But I, I know the. <laughs> I know the movies are. I think there are. Oh, it'd have to be rated R. I thought at some point I saw where one was going to be rated NC-17, and they changed it to okay. R because they took some stuff out. Well. I would think it'd be R. At I least mean, R. I, I'd be curious to know if anybody that listens to this has seen any of those movies. Do you think Twilight anyone's or, still listening at this point? On No. But that's what I'm saying. We've, we've narrowed the audience quite a bit. Yes. Or like have so any remaining seen listeners. like 50 Shades of whatever, any of the... Because it, 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 you're saying there's three movies then, right? I think there was three books. I don't know okay. about the movies. All right. I know there's at least one movie because yeah. I've seen the preview like on YouTube and stuff for that. That it's popped up and I'm like, what? Or like on Twitter. I've seen craziest like insane like commercials for movies on Twitter that I'm like, I, this is a movie. What, what are we doing? Um, I don't, get I don't off my see. Lawn. I don't see advertisements on Twitter. I do all the time. But I use my phone, so and I haven't so updated. I. <laughs> I haven't updated the app in since they went to Circle Portraits. I still have the Square Portraits on mine, which is n- nice because they're way better. Mm, it's so much better, and it doesn't have the Macromedia Dreamweaver buttons, which are ridiculous. I have no idea what that is, but that's okay. <laughs> it's it's bad, is what it is. It, okay. it was fine in 1999 web land, you know, web development, but not not in 2018. No, I'll take your word for it. What were we talking about? I don't oh, remember anymore. I would be curious to see if anybody out there who is listening has seen Twilight, any of the, was there like six Twilight movies? Or at least, um, or, or read the books, or read Fifty Shades of Grey, or um, seen the movie and would actually admit it to us. Oh, I've read, I've read the Twilight books. Oh, have you seen the movies? I've seen most of the movies, yes. Oh. This is the call is coming from inside of the house. Yeah. What? Well, I never said I, I didn't, didn't read those. I just said I didn't read Fifty Shades of Gray. Okay. Yeah. And I, I, you're right. I think it's a different. That's a different level. It seems like. Yeah. The Twilight, Twilight aren't rated R, right? They're rated PG. I don't think they are. But what I was saying was, I think that Harry Potter had a positive message, and I still don't really know what Twilight's message was. And I don't you've read think it, it okay. was a good message. It was basically, you know, this young girl trying to choose between a wolf and a vampire, but the, it doesn't matter if it's a wolf or a vampire. It could be one boy or another, but having the 
the boy needing to be the, her strength. I don't know. It was just different. It didn't it didn't resonate for me as having any type of message. It sounds like a romance novel. Yeah, I guess or, so. It's a roundabout romance way. novel, however you say. Yeah, it sounds like a bad romance novel. Yeah, I mean, they were, at the time I read them, I found them to be entertaining, but mm-hmm. nothing more. Whereas Harry okay. Potter was more than entertaining to me. It was uh, uh, epic. It was epic. Epic. <laughs> yeah, my, my son likes them, so I, I can't say anything bad about him other than Slytherin. Are you kidding? I think I'm right on Slytherin. I know I'm right on the other three. Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff. just popped into my head. Uh, but I do believe, the, I, think I, I think I got them all. Does everybody in Slytherin have forked tongues in the movie? No, but they all wear gray because gray is a evil color, apparently. Gray is not what? Well, it's a. Am I? Am I evil? You do like a lot of gray. That's all I wear. All people who wear gray are evil. You heard it first here on Speak Tangents. You know, because we like to lump people in huge categories. Yeah, and like everybody who wears gray yeah. is evil. What if your name is Gray? Like your last name? Evil. You were born evil? Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's, All right. We, we are digressing. That's harsh. Yeah. We are digressing and diverging. Let's ice this segment then. Yeah, let's ice it. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this bonus episode. If you did, you can let us know on Twitter or Facebook at Speak Tangents, through email at speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com, or our website, speakingoftangents.com. Also, please consider leaving us an iTunes review. I guess it really helps. I mean, we don't really know how it helps or why it helps, but if you could do that, that would be great. And speaking of tangents... I love snow peas. And I love you. Bye-bye.